Hi there, this is Brian Barnett with The Last Symptom. When I started The Last Symptom, I never in a million years imagined it would grow as it has. In these early shows especially, audio quality was often iffy, and there were references to services or online groups that are outdated and no longer in use. Great improvements have been made. Where should you go for all of the most up-to-date resources that I offer? TheLastSymptom.com is my permanent website full of free resources where everything is always up to date and that I encourage you to refer back to often. There are also a few modest paid resources at TheLastSymptom.com. These support my efforts and have allowed The Last Symptom to exist for as long as it has. These include one-on-one phone conversations with me one-on-one Zoom video calls with me, and perhaps most importantly, the Last Symptom Fundamentals course, which is a two-week, intensive, pre-recorded online video course that is far superior to things like DBT. The Last Symptom has a flourishing YouTube and Rumble channel where I publish regular orange slices, which are condensed video insights of five or ten minutes in length. If you're just now discovering the last symptom, welcome. I hope you will find every insight and resource you need here for authentic and permanent recovery from emotional disorders such as borderline personality disorder. Now on to the show. I hope you enjoy. Brian Barnett is just a regular guy. He's not a doctor. He has no legal license in any field of mental health nor emotional health. Brian Barnett merely shares the insights he has gained from his personal experiences for anybody who may choose to use such information as they individually and personally choose while accepting full responsibility for their own individual thoughts, feelings, and behaviors. Brian Barnett assumes no responsibility whatsoever for anybody's individual choice to expose himself or herself to any information that Brian Barnett shares, and by listening to this program, you are acknowledging that you, and only you, are responsible for your own thoughts, feelings, and behaviors. Hello, everybody. This is Brian Barnett, and it's Thursday again. If you'll remember, last Thursday, I was complaining about the flu, and uh, I think what I actually had was pneumonia. I'd never had pneumonia before, so I didn't immediately know what I was dealing with, but uh, I'm pretty certain that's what it was. Anyway, don't recommend it. This official podcast is coming along pretty well. I've got new equipment here. Last week when I was talking into the microphone, I, you got the puff effect a few times. I think I fixed that with a puff filter. And so hopefully this will sound better than the week before, and hopefully next week's will sound even better. Anyway, what I thought we'd talk about today is uh, intimacy. It is a major, major symptom of borderline personality disorder. In fact, it might be the most powerful symptom of borderline personality disorder. And a lot of times maybe people don't appreciate that because it's not the most uh, obnoxious of all the symptoms of borderline personality disorder, but it is definitely a major powerful symptom. Let's talk about it. First of all, the disorder creates a total and complete aversion to intimacy. 
And a lot of times people don't appreciate that this is even going on. They'll tell me that, uh, no, they, they don't have any problems with intimacy. But you have to understand that genuine intimacy is being completely open with another person. It's being completely exposed and vulnerable. See, what a person with a borderline personality disorder does is they pick and choose the things they want to be open about. Either consciously or subconsciously, there are things, many things, that they choose to omit from even the people who are the closest to them. Lovers, wives, husbands, uh, children. So a person with borderline personality disorder never gets to experience genuine intimacy. I've heard the disorder described this way, and this is perfectly accurate. Borderline personality disorder is the immeasurable craving for intimacy combined with the immeasurable fear of intimacy. Why does a person with BPD crave intimacy so much? Well, intimacy is a human need. When I talk about a human need, I'm talking about something that in order to live a healthy life, that ingredient is a necessity. So what happens when your body has an iron deficiency? Or let's say that you get a sodium deficiency or a vitamin C deficiency. Remember, scurvy was a big problem on ships until they figured out that um, on these long trips, people weren't uh, getting enough vitamin C, so they started loading up ships with oranges and that sort of thing. In all cases, when you're deficient in something that you physically need, not only will you suffer uh, physically, mentally, and emotionally, but here is an important aspect of being deficient in a necessity. Your subconscious self will find a way to relieve that need, if at all possible. And to illustrate this, I'm going to tell you about the true life experience of a British couple lost at sea. Their names were Maurice and Marilyn Bailey, and they survived 117 days on a rubber life raft in 1973 in the Pacific Ocean. For a while, they survived by catching fish and just eating the meat alone. But after a while, and this is the part that I find most interesting, after a while, for reasons they did not understand, for reasons completely unknown to them, they eventually developed this craving for fish eyeballs. So when they catch the fish, they wouldn't just eat the meat, but they started getting a ravenous craving for the fish eyeballs. Notice, I'm going to quote directly from this article. It says, uh, they did not initially understand why they sought them. They found they started to crave fish eyes, which is not something one would normally do. It wasn't until after the voyage they realized that these are quite rich in vitamin C, which is something you get depleted in when you're adrift and can, of course, cause scurvy. Think about that for a minute. This married couple, without knowing this ahead of time, in other words, they did not know that fish eyeballs contain a lot of vitamin C, yet their subconscious figured it out. And that's what they went after when they caught these fish, was the eyeballs, because their subconscious knew that it needed to fulfill that need. It needed to fill that need. Now, let me ask you this. 
What are people with borderline personality disorder deficient in? Intimacy, right? For how long have they been deficient in intimacy? Well, if you've been reading my articles I didn't for any time at all, you know that they have been deficient in intimacy since they were three or four years old. Imagine that. Now, why are they deficient in intimacy? Because they themselves ferociously refuse at all cost to allow it. And why do they do this? Because by the time they were three or four years old, their parents' attitudes towards their emotions, towards their feelings, had convinced them that their feelings are shameful. What is shame? Shame is a humiliating repugnance at something. And people with borderline personality disorder feel that way subconsciously about their own, about their feelings. What is intimacy? It's the revealing of one's authentic inner self to another. It's a state of complete and total emotional vulnerability. Intimacy, by definition, involves revealing and sharing your authentic feelings with another person, not picking and choosing, but rather letting, letting it all out in the open and letting it be visible to somebody you are intimate with. Again, what is the most concrete subconscious core certainty that a person with borderline personality disorder lives with? That their feelings are inherently shameful. Inherently means it is the very nature of the thing. It's that in their bones, they believe that is the natural, inherent state of their feelings. The natural quality of their feelings is that they are shameful. So what does you or does anybody do with things about ourselves that we're ashamed of? Isn't it true we don't share those things with others? In fact, we hide them. That's what shame is. When you're ashamed of something, it makes you feel dirty about yourself. And so you don't want other people to see that. You hide it. You may be thinking of the story of these fish eyeballs and think that this is heading in a positive direction, but <laughs> it's not. It seems logical that a person with borderline personality disorder in their extreme intimacy deficiency would take advantage of love that is right there in front of them. Even if they don't understand why, it seems logical that because of their deficiency that they would take advantage of love that is right in front of them. Let's say a wife, children, any person that might love them. But that's not what happens. Because if you'll remember what we said at the beginning, their subconscious fear of intimacy rivals their subconscious craving for it. Think about it. It's like what happens when an unstoppable force meets an unmovable object? <laughs> and that's the, the state of things that a person with borderline personality disorder is stuck in when it comes to intimacy. There is nothing they want more, and there is nothing they want less at the same time. So now imagine the British couple lost at sea, but this time... Their boat is loaded with oranges and multivitamins. So they're floating along in this boat. They haven't had vitamin C for who knows how long. 
How long did it say? They were they were lost at sea for 117 days. So let's say that they've been out, out at sea now for 60 days. And their boat is loaded with all these oranges and multivitamins. But they won't take advantage of it. Why not? Because they've been raised to believe that oranges and multivitamins are deadly poisonous. So instead of taking advantage of all this vitamin C that they have right at their fingertips, they instead resort to fish eyeballs as a substitute to fulfill their subconscious craving. And this is a lot like what people with borderline personality disorder do. In their extreme desperation, a lot of folks with BPD resort to flirting, affairs, sexual escapades, attention getting from the opposite sex or from anybody, instead of taking advantage of what is right before them, the loving wife at home or the loving husband at home. And they do this because it's a related substitute for intimacy. I should say it's an inferior related substitute for intimacy. And since it's merely an inferior substitute for what they actually need, their craving's ongoing. They're, they're never going to feel full. They're never going to feel full. <laughs> it's, hard for my, it's hard for me to say those two words back to back. They're never going to feel full. And just like the English couple that was lost at sea, they have no clue why they develop these compulsions. But it's based on deficiency in a human need, and that's why they do it. So, a person with unrecognized borderline personality disorder can't experience, will never experience, the full benefit of genuine love. Genuine love depends on intimacy. See, there are some things that define love, some things that love does do, and some things that love does not do. This is how you identify if love is genuine or not. One of the things that genuine love is rooted in, is based in, is intimacy. Without it, genuine love doesn't exist. So, you know, say you're a wife or you're a husband, and you've got your spouse is uh, has borderline personality disorder. I'm going to take a drink of coffee here. So your, your, your spouse has borderline personality disorder. And no matter how much you love them, they don't seem to get any better. This isn't a reflection of your love. It's a reflection of what their subconscious self cannot allow. You see, their subconscious is looking out for their emotional safety. It doesn't recognize that they're in a safe situation. For that person's subconscious mind... Any degree of intimacy is dangerous. The reason for this is that our past environment required this protection from intimacy because our environment was emotionally dangerous. That's how we learned that intimacy was something dangerous. So now we're stuck in this guarded, protective state by default as a result. You see, our environment, when we were children, molded us but then we left that environment, and our subconscious never got the memo. Our original environment, where we experienced a certain stage of our development, molded us. And then our environment changed. 
but the original environment remains our template for how to survive life in general. It's like tiny children who were bitten by dogs, and now you see them walking around as huge, hawking adults. Uh, I knew a, a man once who was terrified of dogs. I mean, it didn't matter what kind of dog. He was terrified of dogs. And this man was probably 6'3", could have picked me up over his head, no problem. He had this irrational fear because of what happened to him as a child, and he never got over that. His subconscious mind was stuck with the idea that he was still in that vulnerable state even though he's not. It's like his subconscious mind couldn't accept that the dynamics had changed, that he was no longer this small child. Rather, he was now this man capable of kicking a chihuahua to the moon if he wanted to. So subconscious is a key word. Folks with borderline personality disorder are unaware that they want intimacy. I remember, I remember being there. I remember, see, these are things I know looking back. A lot of times I recognized things way after the fact. At the time, I didn't realize that I wanted intimacy or that I was blocking intimacy. See, folks with BPD are oblivious to their feelings about intimacy. They're mostly oblivious to their feelings in general, but uh, because of this, they are certainly, certainly oblivious to the reasons behind those feelings. See, if you have an aversion to your feelings in the first place, you're not the type of person who sits around trying to get to the bottom of the reasons for those feelings. If you were to ask them, they'd probably deny having any conscious aversion to intimacy whatsoever. Most of them might not even understand what intimacy is. And perhaps they believe that they're already experiencing it. However, their subconscious mind is diligently guarding their safety. And this means it will not allow genuine intimacy. Because that's vulnerability, and vulnerability is an opening for an emotional kill shot. Think of a turtle without his shell. Have you ever been in the woods and come across the turtle? Can you imagine how exposed and vulnerable that turtle would be if it did not have its shell? Can you imagine the vulnerability that a turtle would feel not being able to pull itself into its shell for protection? So nobody with borderline personality disorder can experience genuine happiness no matter how much love they get sent their way because they themselves have a subconscious wall in place preventing intimacy. And genuine love, and even friendship, depends on healthfully having your needs met as well as providing for another's needs. And in the case of relationships, one of those crucial needs is intimacy. Genuine, healthy love cannot exist without it. Have a nice Thursday, everybody. I hope everybody's healthy and happy and uh, enjoying their day. I'll talk to you real soon. Thanks for listening.